1: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member fdsc
0: as prices keep creeping up your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit live one plus has all the music you love ad free for only $3.99 per month dive into live one's massive library of songs listen to curated playlists or create your own check out exclusive artist hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out LiveOne.com slash best music for details.
2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at
1: CBGAirport.com. Let's begin the hour's News with The Obamas. The Obamas. There's a new biography out called Rising Star, the Making of Barack Obama. And the author... David J. Garo says that he asked another woman to marry him twice before he met Michelle. No kidding, I didn't is know that. Sheila Mayoshi Jaeger, or Jaeger, not sure.
3: She on Facebook?
1: Uh, she might be. <laughs> hmm. She is of Dutch and Japanese ancestry. She and Barack met in the mid 80s when he was a community organizer in Chicago. But she says one of the things that got in the way of their relationship was his political ambition. By 1987, he'd already decided he wanted to be president. Hmm. He was also identifying more solidly as African-American. And he was worried that dating somebody who wasn't black would hurt his aspirations. She says, quote, he felt trapped between the woman he loved and the destiny he knew was his. They broke up when he went to Harvard, which is where he met Michelle. Hmm. But they did see each other on and off for a year or so early in his relationship with Michelle. Hmm. So mm -hmm. there's no doubt in my mind, though, that he desperately is in love with Michelle. I think so, too. Yeah. But uh, it it almost didn't play out like that. He asked her twice. Mm. Would you go back and ask again if the first time she said no? No. You'd be one and done?
3: Well, I don't want to be with anybody that doesn't want to be with me. I don't want to be with anybody where I'm not their first choice.
1: How do you know that she just wasn't
3: ready yet? If she doesn't know, she's not right.
1: What if he asked her on the second date? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> then that's different.
3: But then you're saying, I would have asked her on the second date. She mm. must have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt, giving his first interview since the breakup with Angelina Jolie, gave the interview to GQ Style. And, boy, we have never heard. What, what is fascinating about this is we really ev- we haven't ever heard Brad Pitt speak so personally. Mm-hmm. And so intimately about anything, really, uh, he described the split as, quote, self-inflicted. But he said that even if the whole thing didn't blow up on that plane back in back in September, it probably would have caught up with him eventually because he was not in a good place. I'm reading some of the quotes here from Brad Pitt. He says, I was boozing too much. Brad Pitt says, it just became a problem, and I'm really happy it's been half a year now, which is bittersweet, but I've got my feelings in my fingertips again. He says, truthfully, I could drink a Russian under the table with his own vodka. Wow. I was a professional. I was good. But I don't want to live that way anymore. Brad says he's been uh, been drinking and smoking since college, and he quit everything except for the drinking when he started his family. He has now replaced alcohol with cranberry juice and fizzy water.
1: (laughs) There you go. That is
3: a direct quote, cranberry juice and fizzy water. That will have a different effect on your system. Uh, He didn't say much about Angelina specifically, but he did talk a lot about the importance of family and his concerns for his kids. Here's another quote from Brad. I worry about my kids being subjected to the gossip and their friends getting ideas from it. And, of course, it's not done with any kind of delicacy or insight. The most sensational sells, and that's what they'll be subjected to, and that pains me. Uh, Brad said he was really, again, another quote from Brad, I was really on my back and chained to a system. Uh, he's, He's talking about when child services was called. Since then, he said they've been able to work things out, and, and he will not let things get nasty in court. He said, I just refuse. And fortunately, my partner in this agrees. It's just very, very jarring for the kids to suddenly have their family ripped apart. So instead, Brad is focusing on the positive and investing in himself to become a better man, and that includes being a little more emotionally available for the kids.
1: Yeah, I wonder what the, what the... the was... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come. They share new episodes of "You Are What You Read" drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, going on in his head that was driving the drinking was he was he trying to numb himself out? Was he self medicating? What? I, I, I certainly hope he's exploring that, and I'm sure he is.
3: He says, I'm bad at taking inventory of my emotions. He may not have this figured out, Jen. He yeah. says, I'm bad at he taking inventory it. of my emotions. I'm much better at covering up. I grew up with a father-knows-best-slash-war mentality. The father is all-powerful, super-strong, instead of really knowing the man and his own self-doubt and struggles. It's, uh, it's hit me smack in the face with our divorce. And I got to be more. I got to be more for them. I have to show them. And I haven't been great at it. I don't know. That sounds very conciliatory to me.
1: No, it just sounds like he understands why he was the way that he was. He's not saying, oh, I want to work this out. Oh, I want to be. Living back in that house with her is one big family You don't think he's fishing again. with saying all that? Like, I he's do. just trying to feel her out? I'm reading scene? between the lines. You are. <laughs> now, I think he's just saying, hey, this was my party. I think he's owning it. I think he's taking responsibility. Certainly. Which is what I think she needs. But he, you know.
3: <sighs> but I think there's a little more to it than that. Uh, by the way, Brad, <laughs> which, you know, who spent most of that new interview talking about serious stuff, there was one weird part when he talked about how he wished he could change his name like Diddy did. Uh, Brad was asked if he saw himself as having been successful, and for whatever reason, that made him think of it. Uh, he said, You know, I just wish I could change my name like P. Diddy. You know?
2: <laughs> he, why not? He could. He's I, Brad Pitt. Yeah, sure. I, I
3: could be Puffy now. Or uh, what is what is Snoop now? Lion? Snoop I just, Lion? Yeah. I, I could be Brad Puffy Lion.
1: Why can't he just be like, be pity?
3: <laughs> there you go. He said, I, I just felt like Brad was a misnomer. And now I just feel like effing Brad. Uh, naturally, Brad was asked what name he would have picked for himself, and that's when he took things to a, yet another level. He said nothing, because when outside success comes the things that I've enjoyed most is when there's a personal discovery in it, but when I find it repetitious or painfully boring, it is absolute death to me. It sounds like he's he's over himself almost, like he's sick of himself. You ever had that moment where you're just sick of hearing your own voice? Yeah. You just need a... A break from yourself? (laughs) For what it sounds like, that's what he's going through.
1: I feel that way right now. That might be part of
3: why he's been drunk for the last how many years? For what it's worth, his full birth name is William Bradley Pitt. Oh, so he could be Willie. If he wanted to.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he's old enough yet to be a Willie. Or just Will. Too bad it's not Willard. Or he could be Liam. (laughs) Don't people use William for Liam? I don't know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Too bad it's not Daryl. Oh, I like Daryl. Uh, How's the pregnant mom feeling? Speaking of (laughs) getting over yourself, are you ready to have this baby? I
1: am. I'm not feeling it today. No. You want to just lay down? I'm just tired. (laughs) I I got up like five times in the middle of the night to pee, but it's my own fault because I didn't cut off my water in enough Mm. time. And she's jumping on that bladder like it's a trampoline.
3: All right, listen, I want to come back to this Justin Bieber story. His tour writer is fascinating. I mean, we've heard these crazy tour writers of Barbara Streisand or Jennifer Lopez where they've got, like, rose petals right, in the Carrie. toilet and all kinds of crazy things. Mm. Uh, no rose petals for Justin, but it's close. And we'll explain coming up straight ahead with Jeff and Jen here at Q102. 637. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Scattered morning showers. And then the steady to heavy rain developing this afternoon and into this evening with a high around 62. Right now, 52 at Q102. Justin
1: Bieber performing in Mumbai for the first time next week. Mumbai, 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 India. And he has his tour rider. Wow. He's a creative dude. Now, tour riders often include unnecessary, specific, and random things, and they occasionally get just a little absurd. And uh, Justin's definitely does that. He requests culinary experts to supervise the gourmet food being served to him, which includes five dishes per day that are to be, quote, renamed after his popular songs. Hmm. For instance, they could name one Love Yourself Sausage, Sorry Burgers, local favorites like Never Say Never Masala, Mm -hmm. and What Do You Mean? Utapam, utapam. Does anybody know what that dish is? No, oh. no, not by name. Justin also wants his room adorned. Is the word that was used with purple carnations because purple is his favorite color, and he wants a quote special Indian yoga casket containing aromatic essential oils. Wow, he's and right up your alley. Well, but there's a couple in here. I'm really not. Sh- I've not. I've not heard it before. Jasmine, mogra, mogra. I'm not sure what that is. Rose and Camphor, camphor, hmm. incense sticks. Also wants a jacuzzi for his own personal use before he performs, and he needs his dressing room to have a large glass door refrigerator packed with water and cream sodas, and he wants a large pack of Swedish fish. <laughs> so there you go. If Justin is coming over, say, stopping by to hang out for a bit. Yeah. Swedish fish. One grocery list. I like that he likes those. the carnations, too. That's kind of different. The purple, purple carnations. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And uh, we got some rain moving in. It's going to be steady to heavy this afternoon into this evening. High of 62 right now, 52 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. True
2: story, and I got the pictures to prove it. In uh, the casino in Vegas, 20 minutes that I'm in Vegas at the casino, I hit the progressive jackpot on a video poker machine, and I win $1,200. The amazing part of this story is that I did this completely blasted out of my mind. Like I was there And I'm hitting the paddles Like like a kitten (laughs) Next thing I know I hit a royal flush And that thing's blinking You won $1,200 Call an attendant Call an attendant I'm freaking out I'm waiting for like Confetti to drop A parade to start Like I'm yelling at the lobby I was like I need an adult (laughs) And I won $1,200 And I did this At 2 o'clock in the morning Vegas time Which makes it 5 o'clock in the morning East coast time And I got excited I called my girl would someone holy tell me you should never wake up your girl? And I wake her up, she's like, honey, honey, I won. She's like, what? She's like, I won, I hit the jackpot. She goes, what jackpot? I won 1200 I won $600. She's like, you woke me up for that, for real? Like, I can't tell her I won the whole $1,200, you know what I mean? Because girls, right away, they think it's their money. You know what I mean? They turn into like the seagull from Finding Nemo, like mine, 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 mine. Thanks for listening to the Q One Hundred and Two Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.
0: Pop quiz: What can you buy for three ninety nine?